Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. For sharing a powerful message with you that's called walking through your open door. Saints of God, God is opening doors of opportunity that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity opened by God for us to step into the awesome things that he has in store for us. Open doors of opportunity that'll only benefit us when we walk through. Because if we don't walk through the doors of opportunity God opens for me and you, we'll never receive or achieve the things that God has for me and you. That's why it's so important for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity God opens for us so that we can walk straight into all the things and all the assignments that God has for us. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. We was in Hebrews chapter 10. Yeah, okay. And what verse we leave off on? See if you remember that. 19, good. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated from, for us through the veil, that is to say his flesh, speaking that Jesus' flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, or oh, that's a heart that's filled with the truth of the word of God, in full assurance, because that's what happens when your hearts get full with the truth of God. You will become fully assured. Did I say fully assured? Oh, see, that's called faith because faith is absolute confidence, absolute assurance, absolute reliance and absolute confidence on what on God and what it is he has said. Because once your heart gets filled with that, after you come out, knowing that you're blessed by God, knowing that God's on your side and you can move forward in a, in a new and living way into the things that God has in store for you and what he has to say, then you can draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. He said, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful. He said, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. That's what we ought to do, that we ought to step out and we say blessed. And that when we run into circumstances and situations, we don't change what we say. We say blessed. We say today God has opened a door for me and I can move forward and receive all that it is that God has in store for me. I don't care nothing about no giants. I don't care nothing about no circumstances. I don't care about no situation. I don't care about no apparent lack. I don't care about my level of education. I don't care about how much money I got in my pocket. I don't care about none of those things. I know I'm blessed because God says I'm blessed. And because of that, I'm going to move forward and do what it is that God told me to do. And I'm going to hold fast to the profession of my faith. I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to say one thing today and another thing when I see something that looks another way. But I'm going to say the same thing all the time so that it can open the door for God to be able to do what it is he wants to do. Because the problem is, is that God can't get through to do for you all he wants to do because he keeps getting an, an, a change of attitude from you. Stand next to each other, just a few steps apart from one another and hold and, and put your hands out and touch one another. Good. This right here is the open door. That's the door that God wants to come through. Now, God has already opened a door for you. 
to be able to step through and do what he wants you to do. But your words and your profession and the way you conduct yourself is going to determine whether the door is open for him to do for you all that it is that he wants to do. That's why he puts his word in your heart. We learned during the midweek that he sheds his, uh, his uh, word abroad in your heart. It gets on the inside of your heart and causes you to will and want to do what he wants you to do. God wants to do it for you. He then shares with you what he wants to do. It goes in on the inside of you and causes you to want to do what he wants you to do and want him to do what he wants you to do. And then you, when your heart is filled with abundance, out of the abundance of your heart will your mouth speak. And then as your mouth speaks forward what it is that God said, every time you say what God says, I'm blessed, it opens the door. Door closed. Or you can drop your hand. You can just drop your hand. The door, the door opens for God to then be God to then be able to come through and do in your world all that it is he wants to do. But what happens is, is that the believer will say what God wants them to say. And that's that we're blessed. Everybody say, we're blessed. blessed. The hands, the doors open and stuff like that. God like, good. He starts going through, but then Satan will come immediately to be able to show you circumstance and situation to cause us to say, well, I don't know. Everybody say, I don't know. And then the door closes and God starts. And then God has to go put the word back in you and remind you of the word so that he can then turn around and say, we're blessed. But then Satan comes right back with situations that tell you that no, it ain't going to happen. And then you'll say, I don't know. And this is the dance that goes on over and over and over again where God wants to come through and do what he wants to do for you. But he can't do it because he got a closed door. But that's why he says, hold fast to the profession of your faith. Hold fast. Don't do, don't you let it go. You just keep saying what God said. You just keep saying what God said. You just keep saying what God said. Did he not teach you for a whole year that no word of mine is void of power, but it's there to accomplish what it is that I please and the thing I sent it to do? And then you just went back into the spiritual realm to recognize that God's word is true and that God has truly blessed you. That way you can come forward with boldness and say we're blessed. And all those circumstances and situations would normally cause me to say something different. I'm still going to say we're blessed. And every time I see something else, I'm going to say I'm blessed. And I see another situation that Satan rises up and he's going to say I'm blessed. Till before you know it, Satan is going to stop messing with you because he knows that every time you mess with you, you still say what God has to say to give a bigger open door for God to do what he wants to do each day. Are y'all listening to me? Get him a hand for helping me, please. It's time for us to quit closing the door because God wants to do stuff for you. Now, 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 let's go back to verse 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful, that promise. Now, now, if you notice that phrase, for he is faithful, that promise is a parenthetic statement. Parenthetic statement. By a parenthetic statement, of course, it means that it's enclosed in parentheses, which means that technically speaking, it's something that can be closed or open based upon what the writer wants you to be able to recognize. Remember, I told you before, any parenthetic statement in, in the scriptures is like a window with blinds. It's like a window with blinds. When the parentheses is closed, it's like the blinds are closed. Everything that's on the outside of those blinds are still there. You just can't see them. You have no recognition of them. You have no awareness of them because the blinds are closed. But if you open up the blinds, you might find out somebody standing back there behind those blinds or something might be going on behind those blinds that was always going on. You just didn't see it because the blinds were closed. Well, see, what happens many times is that for believers, we stay so much in the flesh and we stay so much in our own thinking that the blinds stay closed. In the midst of the situation. But yet understand that regardless of what, whether the binds are open or closed, the same thing is going on all the time. 
And God had, in this case, was saying to you, hold fast to the profession of your faith. But he opened up a blind for you in the word to be able to let you know what's going on all the time. And that's that he is faithful. Are you listening to me? It's not just an explanation of why you should hold fast to the uh, profession of your faith, but it's also an inspiration for why you should hold fast to the profession of your faith. Because you got to understand that as you hold fast to the profession of your faith, God is faithful. But watch this now. If you don't hold fast to the profession of your faith, God is still faithful. God's faithful regardless. Now, the question is, will we hold on to what God has to say and faithfully say what God has to say, faithfully move forward into what God has in store for me and you so that it can open a door for God to be faithful for you in all kind of ways. Are you listening to me? God's faithful. That's one of the things that you're going to need to recognize this year as you move forward and receive the blessings that God has and wants to bring near. And that's that God is faithful. I said God is faithful. Oh, yes, he is. Because if you understand that, it will fuel your ability to hold fast to the profession of your faith. It'll fuel your ability to not be moved by the circumstances and situations that are happening all about you. Because, yes, you'll see what's going on. Yes, you'll see what, you know, looked like was going on the last time you tried and it didn't work. Yes, that stuff will still be going on. But the thing is, is the thing that I know that's saying in my mind that I've got both that my my mind is filled with. And my heart is filled with is the fact that God is faithful. So you got to get your mind filled with the fact that God is faithful. Got to get your mind filled with the fact that God is faithful, that you can't let no. uh, See, if it's filled with something, you can't put nothing else in it. Are you listening to me? And once your mind is filled with the fact that God is faithful, any information that Satan is trying to bring your way that tells you God can't do for you or won't do for you what he has to say, it won't fit in. It won't go in. The reason why it can enter into most believers' mind is because most believers walk around with an empty head in relationship to the word of God. Or they might put some of the word in there, but it's only half filled, which leaves plenty room for Satan to fill it up with more thoughts. That's why we be stuck between two opinions. Maybe it is. Maybe it ain't. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. You know, and we all in the maybes and stuff like that. But at the same time, God wants you to be confident. He wants you to be assured. We learned he said he wants you to be fully assured that he's going to come through for you. And the way you do that is to have your heart filled with the word of God by saying it over and over and over and over again to yourself. That's why you can make your confessions. That's why we learn for a whole year to continuously say out of your mouth what God has to say. Why? Because every time you say it is filling your heart up with what it is that God God has said, and it's bringing back to your remembrance, filling your mind up with what God has to say. That's why he told you to put together a, a list of confessions that you say to yourself each and every day, multiple times a day if possible. You know, drop the pen, baby, multiple times if possible, so that you can be able to uh, step into the things that God has in store for you with a full heart, a heart full of assurance, and a mind filled also that God's going to do. Because you got to understand, it's important to fill up your heart because out of your heart flows the issues of life. But it's also f- important to fill up your mind. Because your mind is the battlefield. That's where the bombs are going off. That's what Satan is dropping stuff up in there. They're saying, not, it ain't happening. Nope, not for you. Might happen for the one next to you, but it ain't happening for you. It's going to happen for them folk that's going to be uh, testifying doing Sunday Night Live. By the way, tonight, Sunday Night Live. Y'all want to come on through. Praise God. It's going to be testifying through the night of Sunday Night Live. Amen. Amen. I heard it. I heard it. It's Super Bowl night, too. Sure is. Praise God. That's why they got TiVo. Uh, DVD uh, uh, recording and all that other kind of stuff. Praise God. Amen. We leave that one alone, though. Amen. I just felt a whole drop in the spirit. <laughs> Praise God. 
<laughs> but you understand, I've been waiting for Peyton Manning to get to the Super Bowl for years. It's time to quit living life vicariously. It's time to quit living life vicariously. There he go with them big words again, demonstrating his education. That means living your life through somebody else. Well, it'll be wonderful if Peyton Manning win or Dub Bears. It'll be wonderful if they win. That's all nice and everything, but bro, man ain't getting a cent out of, out of the fact that they carry that thing across that thing. I ain't getting nothing. I know, but God opened a door for them to make it through to the Super Bowl. It's time for him, me to make it through for the door that he opened unto me. Are you listening to me? Blessed be the name. And then I can go and watch the game later. Are you listening to it? That's I just don't play, play no radio or nothing on my way home. Won't let nobody talk to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Walk in like this into the house. <laughs> Make sure I don't hear nothing but what the game have. But I, I'm going to get the game, praise God. But amen. <laughs> amen. So we can find out whether or not the Colts or the Bears get a chance to take this thing out. Praise God. But anyway, how to I get in all that? Your mind, your battlefield. Let's just go there. Praise God. And it's, it's important for you to know. See, it's important for you to know the fact that God's faithful. It's important for your mind to be filled with the fact that God is faithful. Are you listening to me? Turn with me, please, to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1. It's important for you to know God's faithful. As you move forward through your open door this year, move forward with a heart and a mind that's filled with the fact that God is faithful. Everybody say that out loud. God is faithful. Get used to saying that to yourself this year. God is faithful. Say it again. God is faithful. Yeah, you're going to have different cadences while you're saying it, different ways that you say it, but still say it. Get used to saying that this year. God is faithful. Oh, yes, he is. When he comes through for you, remind yourself why he came through for you. Because God's faithful. Yes, he is. God's faithful. That means you can bank on him. That means that you can trust him. That means he's, you could be confident that he's going to come through for you despite the circumstances and situations that stand before you. God is faithful. It's part of his holiness. This is one of the components which comprises his holiness, which causes him to be set apart and be different than everybody else. Because God, like nobody else, is faithful. Let's start reading in verse 9 of chapter 1. God is faithful, by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, we, of course, know that Jesus Christ is the word of God, which took upon flesh, came in visible form so that we could behold the glory of the father uh, of, uh, of the father, full of grace and truth. You know, get a chance to be able to behold the glory of the father. And when we look at the glory of the father, we see that it's filled with grace and it's filled with truth. See, it's one thing to get the truth on the inside of you about what God has said, that it's true that he's going to do what he said you're going to do. But yet it's also important for you to get filled with the concept that this grace that's going to cause this thing to be true to you. It's grace, God's unmerited favor, whereas God's just going to extend into your life his favor to be able to get the pass and allow you the ability to be able to walk through the door that you normally wouldn't be able to walk through with. That's why you can't look at yourself. You got to look at him because he's the one that's going to open the door for you. So if the, the person who opens the door, they're the one that need to be qualified in order to open the, for the door to open. You don't need to be qualified. I told you before, I'm going to say it again. Many of you are going to be promoted above your educational level. Many of you are going to be promoted above your experiential level. Many of you, I'm telling you, many of you, some of you go ahead and put that bid in for that job that you don't think you qualify for. It's yours. Did your heart light up when you saw it? Did your, did your, did your eyes kind of like brighten up when you saw it? 
Did, did you think like, mm, I would love to do that, but I don't have, no, no, don't, don't, no butts, baby, no butts. It's mess that come out of butts. Are you listening to me? And that's, that, that, that's a problem. Praise God. So no butts in this one. Bless God. If that thing lit up on the inside of you, that was God showing it to you. Go ahead and put your beard in and stuff. And you'll be stunned to find out. You know, praise God that many of you are about to be promoted above your experiential and your educational level. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Because they were just trying to cut the riffraff out. Praise God. That's what they was doing. Amen. And you ain't riffraff, so you qualify. Praise God. God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Of course, that's the word of God. You're going to get a chance to fellowship with the word of God this year to be able to, to, to mingle with, to get involved with the word of God like you've never gotten in before. And that same God is the one that calls you into the fellowship of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who operates at a particular location. And in its present time, you that are in this room are called to this fellowship. That's why you're here today and not across the street or across the way someplace. That's why you're here and not at another church, because you're called into this fellowship. You heard the call, recognized the call, and you decided to show up. And as a result of showing up, God confirmed on the inside of you that this word is true. And that's coming out of that little round brown brother is true. And, 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 and this is God himself speaking unto you. He's invited you into a place so that you can learn to be able to find the truth and the grace that God has in store for you. The truth of what it is that he has opened the door for you to receive and the grace necessary to be able to move forward in all that it is he hasn't received. So since he's called you to the fellowship of Jesus Christ, our Lord, and he's called you to this fellowship, then it's time for us to be able to make sure that we fellowship where God wants us to fellowship and fellowship with whom he wants us to fellowship. This is a year for us to be where we're supposed to be hanging with who he wants us to hang with, which is him and his word, him and his word and the people who heard his word at the same place that he called you to be so that you can be able to step forward in all he has in store for thee. Because as quiet as it's kept, and it's kept real quiet, some of the grace and some of the truth that he has deposited in Christ is deposited in the person next to you. And that's where you're going to get some of the truth that God has in store for you because he didn't just deposit it in this brother, but he deposited it in these brothers and sisters. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we're going to get a chance to be able to find out that in this brother is grace and truth also. And that if I spent time with him, part of the things that God has in store for me to know so that I can step forward into the things that God has in store for me and some of the grace that's necessary to be able to step into that can only happen for me if I fellowship with him the way that I'm supposed to fellowship with him. That's why he ain't supposed to be missing in action. That's why he's supposed to be around. Are you listening to me? Because otherwise he's causing all of us to be down on the things that we need to be filled with to be able to go get what God has in store for us. It's a selfish attitude that would cause him to be away all the time. Are you listening to me? Because, well, it's about my life. No, see, it ain't about your life. It's, see, remember, this thing is about God's way. And so God's way is about everybody. Are you listening to me? And we are not selfish people, but we are selfless people. And as a result of that, we're willing to do whatever's necessary so that they can move the entire kingdom forward. Are you listening to me? Like, and there's some things that, that, that I can only step into if I experience this powerful woman right here. And if I don't get a chance to listen to her and talk to her and be around her and stuff like that, then there's no way I could be able to do all of that. Well, you be thinking like, well, dang, I'm just coming to a service. How am I supposed to fellowship with him and her? At the, that's why different fellowships exist. Blessed be the name of the Lord to allow you the ability to be able to just sit and kick it with somebody, talk to somebody. That's why certain fellowships exist. Like, for instance, take GAA. I got on them G's. I had to figure, go through the list and figure out which G it was. GAA, Generation Anointed and Fire, that's where the young adults, the powerful young adults, anywhere from 19 to 30-ish, 
praise God, you know, have opportunity to be able to come in, just kick it with one another and talk and shit with one another so that the gifts and the talents and the wisdom and the knowledge and the skills and the ability and the understanding and everything else that God has placed inside of each person has an opportunity to be able to come out. And then it causes the other people to be able to move forward more powerfully, more confident with more understanding of the grace that God has given them to be able to step into what God has in store for them. But if they say, well, I ain't doing that, I ain't doing that, well, then you cutting off your own self to be able to step into the fullness of what God has in store for you. Because remember, I said just a little while ago, anytime you want something, God's going to give you an opportunity to sow that something into somebody else's life so that it can then turn around and open one into your life. God wants an open door to do what he wants to do in the world. So he demonstrates to you the, his way of doing things by turning around and sowing an open door into your life so he can get an open door that he wants to be able to do what he wants to do. And if you want what God wants for you, then you ought to be around to make sure that somebody else gets what God has through you. Are you listening to me? Hey man, hey man. Same thing. I can go through the list. We ain't got time. But you know, it works the exact same way. Men with the men, women with the women. We got them going like that. Bless men of God. Bless woman of God. We got uh, married folk because God's got truth and grace to be able to help you to be able to step further into the fullness of what He has in store for you in relationship to that through covenant partners, singles, and stuff. We got uh, G. G to be glorified, to be uniquely his. Praise God. You know, and soon other ones are going to be opening up because I understand this principle and we got to open. And if God's going to call you to a fellowship, then if he calls it a fellowship, then it ought to fellowship. Deep concept. Don't you think? Praise God. Amen. Praise God. We move on. God is faithful who called you into the fellowship of his son. God knows what you desire. He knows what your heart is. He knows what you want. He know how you want to receive what God has in store for uh, what he has in store for you. But he's calling you onto a fellowship that you can receive all that it is he has in store for you. So this year, you got to understand that as a result of that, great things, a great open door is available to you to be able to step forward and allow it to be more than just you. Verse 10. Now, I beseech you, brother. You think I'm making all this up? Let's go into the next verse. Now, I beseech you, brother. That word beseech means implore, which even includes begging. I beg you, brethren. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is written uh, by Paul, but he was anointed by the Holy Ghost, which means the Holy Ghost was giving him the words to use and to say. And the Holy Ghost said, I don't say nothing other than what Jesus said. And Jesus said, I don't say nothing other than what the father said. So in it deep how uh, God, the father has to beg the believers from time to time. And even pass begging messages on the other people to beg. He said, now, nah, I beg you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That ye all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions amongst you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Of course, ultimately, the fellowship is with Jesus Christ, which means there's no division amongst between us and the Lord himself, where we think the same thing he think, have the same judgments that he has and everything else or think just like he thinks so that we can be able to receive what he has in store for us. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed for what the word of God had to say. I hope you learned a little bit more about the doors of opportunity that God has opened for us. I hope even more that your faith is rising a little more in the fact that God not only opens doors, but that he opens doors for you too, so that he can bless you and use you like he wants to do. So let's believe God's word is true and benefit from the things that our loving God does for me and you. Let's walk through every door that he opens for me and you and not miss out on a single thing that God has in store for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 
1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop it off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And to all of our senior saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas, I want to invite all of you to an exciting fellowship that's held a word of faith just for you. It's called Age of Grace. Age of Grace is a monthly mature adult fellowship for saints ages 55 to 155 from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas that meets the third Saturday of every month from 9.30 a.m. to around 12 noon where our Silver Saints, our Golden Gang, and our Platinum Pack get together for food, fun, fellowship, periodic inexpensive outings and day trips, and of course, the Word of God. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. If you need a ride, VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So, if you've been blessed by the Lord to reach the age of grace, that's age 55 through 155, and you're up for hanging out with some other saints your age who love God, love the Word of God, and still love having fun and fellowshipping too, then Age of Grace Fellowship at Word of Faith is the perfect fellowship for you. So come on through and bring some other word-loving, fun-loving saints who are in the Age of Grace with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. And don't forget, if you're 156 years or older, just call me up, I'll get you in. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.